0: Every four years, those of us in the US head to the polls to choose a president. We cast our ballots, put on our I voted stickers, and then we wait. And whoever wins is crowned the leader of the free world. But that election typically has at least two major candidates vying for that position of president of the United States. And while we rightfully champion the winner, Something has to be said for the loser, too. I mean, this person got millions of votes also. And after the election, they have to just go away and, you know, be a loser somewhere. No fanfare, no celebration. Well, in Kansas, there's a gallery that honors the could have beens the nearly weres, the close but no cigars, the almost presidents. This place is the they also ran gallery. My name is Baudelaire, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to Norton, Kansas, to the They Also Ran Gallery, a place where the losers are championed. More after this. along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies west. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. Inauguration Day is like a new beginning for the country. The following four years are looked on by many with optimism. Either new ideas are coming or more of what the electorate felt was already working. Many of us watch the inauguration from our homes or work office. But in Norton, Kansas, there's a tradition underway.
1: We have our own um, inaugural party, if you would, here in Norton. Uh, Half an hour before the president takes the oath of office in D.C., we unveil the newest um, loser and put him in our gallery or her.
0: That is Leanne Shear. She is the curator of the They Also Ran gallery. It is Leanne's job to make sure the latest loser of a presidential election is added to the gallery, complete with his or her own 16 by 20 black and white portrait. And a few paragraphs about their uh, almost road to the White House.
1: I have a little biography I write about them as well and read that at the time of inauguration.
0: She is also, of course, the host of that inauguration party.
1: I started with John McCain, and basically, we put a little ad in the newspaper and get a little reception going with cookies and tea, and um, we don't have much room up there. Maybe 20 to 50 people depending on how they follow. So since we're a conservative area out here, it's kind of dependent if the Democrat loses, we have more people attend. If the conservative loses, maybe maybe 20. And we also have a live feed of the actual inauguration going on in DC. So they can sit and watch the inauguration while they're hanging out with me for that morning.
0: In the They Also Ran gallery, you will see every runner-up since the election of 1796, which was lost by Thomas Jefferson. But though we've had 46 presidents, the gallery has 62 entries.
1: And you may wonder why that is. Well, the fellow that started this decided sometimes there was a minor candidate that needed listed, like an independent or a bull moose or a Dixie crat. Just kind of depended on what was going on.
0: Like the historic election of 1892, where Grover Cleveland became the first president elected to two non-consecutive terms. He did this by defeating Republican Benjamin Harrison and populist James B. Weaver. Though Weaver came in third, he won a handful of states. So he's deserving of a portrait in the gallery. I guess to be in this loser's gallery, you still have to win a little bit. And then there's the election of 1936, where polling, something political analysts till this very day haven't really figured out, Yeah, well, it had just become a thing. Turns out, then-Kansas Governor Alf Landon was the first one to figure out you can't always trust the polls.
1: People were getting telephones in their homes, and they were getting calls, and people were saying who they would vote for. And Landon looked like he was going to be victorious. But when it come down to it, um, FDR, Franklin Delano Roosevelt, was the incumbent, and they forgot about the people that didn't have phones. So Landon only carried two states, and Kansas wasn't one of them, nor Topeka, nor his next-door neighbors. They all believed in the incumbent at the time.
0: The They Also Ran gallery actually doesn't exist on its own. No storefront, no glass windows, or what you might be used to at a museum or a hip art space. This gallery is inside of an unassuming bank building, not far from Norton's town center.
1: The reason it's inside of the bank is uh, the gentleman that thought of even creating it was the former president and owner of the bank.
0: In the 1960s, William Rouse, the owner of First State Bank, felt like the town of Norton just didn't have enough attractions to stop folks coming off the highway to check the town out and bring in some additional revenue. He figured the town needed something to make it unique. And Rouse was on a committee of folks in town trying to come up with that something. Then an idea hit them. It was inspired by a story from more than a century earlier. Back in the 1850s, before Norton was even officially a town, it was the home of a stagecoach station, Station 15. This station was used by a guy named Horace Greeley on his visit to the town in 1859. At the time, he was the owner of the New York Tribune and was traveling across the country and writing about his experiences. Years later, he would also be the loser in the election of 1872, when he ran against incumbent president Ulysses S. Grant.
1: That election was quite a story. Um, Horace Greeley passed away before the Electoral College was voted out, and his wife died while he was on his campaign. And it was just a crazy story.
0: Not one, but two deaths during a presidential campaign. Can you imagine what today's media would do with that? And Greeley actually passed before it was made official that he lost the election. But considering his earlier visit to Norton, Rouse and the committee decided Greeley was the most famous person to visit the town in its history. So they decided to recreate Stagecoach Station 15, and Rouse, a man of many talents, drew a mural of Horace Greeley approaching the station and hung it on the second floor of his bank. Around that time, Rouse, a lover of history, received a book as a gift. It was called They Also Ran by Irving Stone, and it's a catalog of 19 men who ran for the nation's highest office and lost. From there, Rouse decided to collect portraits of these men and create a sort of collection.
1: And his friends said, Bill, you're a nut. Who is even going to stop and see presidential losers? And so it was put in his bank, and it has been here ever since 1965. And we had quite great, um, if not quantity of visitors, quality of visitors. Everybody that stops to see us has a purpose and an intent
0: To Leanne, the They Also Ran gallery isn't just a gallery of losers. It's a reflection of how far we've come as a democracy.
1: I like to tell the folks that come here that you can look back through time and see all this history and know that it cannot be changed. It is what it is. But also that as we look to the future and our democracy hangs together, we can still have the elections that we have.
0: Nowadays, the gallery is known by some in the political world. It was even a part of an attempted joke in 2016.
1: ABC News, back when uh, Hillary was running, um, they had sent a um, Nest camera or a camera to have during the night of the election. They wanted to see the wall of where they were for sure Trump was going to be because they were laughing about it. They knew Hillary was going to win. And they said, we want a picture of the place where the loser will go.
0: The folks at ABC News asked for a question mark to be placed in a frame and left on the wall where the loser, in their mind, of course, they figured it would be Donald Trump, would have his photo hanging forever. They then told Leanne that they would send camera equipment so they could get a live shot of the spot where the loser's portrait would hang forever.
1: And so I I put that little nest camera pointing on the wall. And uh, they had called me like every day, three days, four days ahead. This is exciting. Is the camera ready? Yes, they can see it from New York where, they're, where they were. This is good. They, they went through that.
0: Well, um, we know how that election went.
1: And then I didn't hear from them for seven days. And I just, I just found it kind of funny. Uh, after that, I, they said, Leanne, you have a call. And I picked up the phone and uh, they told me it was ABC on the phone. And I said, are you guys okay?" Of course
0: they were okay, but they were disappointed, to say the least. Little did they know, though, that the spot right next to that one, where the 2020 presidential losers frame would hang, would be the eventual home of a Donald Trump portrait. And though being in the They Also Ran gallery isn't some amazing accolade, in a way it kind of should be. Yeah, this person lost the biggest competition of their lives. But they were even contenders in that competition. And there has to be something to that. Right?
1: These men are super smart, important, and ladies. I've got to remember to add Mrs. Clinton in there and um, just... I'm just um it, it's hard to know nobody really probably wants to be in here, so it is quirky and and we have been referred to as the Hall of losers um so and it's so what, then I'm not politically correct because I'm not kind in calling them that, so I sometimes refer to them as challengers, and so we are teased, and people think we are quirky, but what can you do? <laughs>
0: The They Also Ran gallery exists within First State Bank, so it follows bank hours, open every day except Sunday. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka,
1: Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Gabby Gladney.
0: Our technical director is Casey Holford. Our theme and end credit music is by Sam Tyndall. This episode was sound designed by me and mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. And my name is Baudelaire.
1: Hi, I'm Lale Arakogli, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the Godzone Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is
0: full of these, I I will call them ghosts of the
1: past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs, we hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cosy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen.